0: Hello and welcome to episode 21 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor Stewart. Today we will be talking about meeting follow-through. Why is it that we go to so many meetings, have a conversation, maybe even write down some notes, and then not so much happens. Few action items get completed, maybe information isn't shared out. Meetings are such an important part of collaboration, and when we walk out of a room or hang up that conference line, that is not the end. You might be surprised, but the meeting doesn't end just because the clock strikes noon, but we often treat it that way. Follow-through on meeting outputs is essential to making your meetings productive. But before we get into how to do that, just a quick reminder that on Thursday, October 11th, we have a special group coaching call with prior guest Wes K.O. of episode 18. If you want your specific management and team culture questions answered, join the Modern Manager community on Patreon for $5, and you can attend live. And if you can't make it live, send your questions ahead of time. Wes and I will address them, and then I'll post the recording. You can join at patreon.com slash modernmanager. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash modernmanager. Now on to the episode. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer stewart There's an old saying that goes something like this. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, did it still make a sound? In my work with teams and with meetings, our question is, If you have a meeting and nothing happens afterwards, was it still a good use of people's time? There are times where just having a rich conversation with a group of people where no decisions are made and no next steps are identified is exactly what needed to happen. But that's the exception, not the norm. For most meetings, a good conversation is not equal to a good meeting. A meeting is intended to accomplish some particular outcome, not just to talk. And too often, meetings that are intended to produce a decision or clarity on next steps result in very little follow-through. So let's talk through five approaches to making your meetings more actionable and making meeting follow-through a little bit easier. Number one, review the outputs at the end of the meeting. I call this a wrap-up. Now, I know it can be hard to end the conversation a few minutes early so that you have time to review those next steps, It's so easy to talk up right to that last second and then people rush out of the room. And then it's kind of no wonder that people don't know what they're supposed to do next because nobody accepted responsibility to any particular action items. There wasn't a clear review of those things. So instead, you wanna use the last five minutes of your meeting as that wrap up, which gives the team time to go over specific decisions that were made and exactly what next steps need to happen. You don't even need to take notes throughout the meeting, which can be hard for a lot of people. Instead, ask everyone to keep track of the tasks or the ideas that they hear during the discussion. They can literally just be scratching some notes and keywords on a piece of paper. And that way you'll have a trigger for the end of the meeting to remind you of next steps you wanna capture. Then use those last five minutes to ask everyone to contribute to the meeting outputs by sharing what they think the next steps are and also capturing any decisions that should be written down. When you do this as a group, you're able to distinguish between ideas that were thrown out and actual next steps that need to get done, which leads me to number two. Assign an owner to every task. How many times have you sat in a meeting and heard something like this? Let's get the latest report from finance before making a final decision. Or maybe it was, we should run that by someone on the product team, see what they think. Who is this let's? or we. If these are tasks that need to get done, who is going to do them? Maybe there's an obvious person on the team or in the meeting, but if your name isn't stated as part of the task and you don't verbally accept ownership over it, it's easy to miss or even intentionally avoid doing it. Because really, who wants to do extra work? And when a task starts with, we should, or it would be great if, Are those actual tasks or just ideas or suggestions? You need to be crystal clear as to what the task is and who is going to do it. So many ideas get thrown out during a conversation and not all of them are next steps. And it doesn't work to just expect people to wade through that ambiguity and figure out which are the actual next steps and which ones they should be particularly responsible for. I've seen this go terribly awry in the other way too. Not just that not enough doesn't get done, but that too much gets done. I was just speaking with a woman whose boss loves to throw out ideas like that in meetings and he'll just say something in a meeting and then his team will go off and do some research and model things out and make a plan. And when they bring it back to him, he's already onto another idea because he wasn't serious about that one in the first place. That's hours of wasted time and energy, not to mention the deflation of the team morale when you feel like your efforts aren't appreciated. But for some people, while that's frustrating, It's worse to not do the work and then have your boss be mad that you didn't do anything to move an idea forward. So during that wrap-up at the end of the meeting, state the next steps. You can go around the room and have people share what they think they're responsible for doing, or you can have a more organic style shout-out of what the next steps are and ask who will be responsible for each one. Now here's a bonus tip. If you're assigning a task to someone who isn't present in the meeting, Maybe they're out of the office that day, or maybe they just didn't really need to be in the meeting. Maybe they're on a different team or a different department. Don't assign them a task without assigning someone who is in the meeting to communicate that task with them. Unfortunately, in most companies, you can't rely on people to read meeting notes. So if you're just going to send the meeting notes over and expect them to read it and find the task for themselves, not going to happen. Someone in the meeting should be responsible for informing that other person about the task, and providing any context or background information they might need to get the job done. Now on to number three, which is to write down and categorize all of those meeting outputs. It's always better to have a written record to refer back to. Memory is just not a reliable source, and it often causes more conflict than good when you're trying to remember who was responsible for what. So have a shared record of the meeting outputs meaning this is a single record that everyone has agreed to and it's available to everyone who attended the meeting and in some cases, even those who didn't attend but who need to be informed. The key is to have those meeting notes or meeting minutes be concise. No one wants to type up a transcript and no one wants to read paragraphs or even pages of bullet points of unimportant information. Your notes should capture three things, tasks, decisions, and learnings and we'll talk through each of those. Tasks should simply state who will do what and by when, if you can. That's it, nothing fancy, just a simple sentence or a bullet point of who will do what and by when. Decisions should be written with all of their relevant details, and I like to include a bullet point or two of the rationale, why we made this decision over the other options. It gives context to those who need to implement the decision and is really helpful when you want to revisit it maybe a few weeks or a few months down the road. As a quick example, I was in a meeting where we were debating about how many people to aim for in a conference that we were planning. Should we go for 500 or 1,000 or 1,500? There were a few different factors at play that were weighing into the decision. How big of a venue would we need? Are there good options available for that size? How much financial risk are we willing to take if we secure a larger venue but then can't fill it? How many people do we think we can reasonably get to attend and pay full price? How do we want the event to feel? More intimate or more energy? Do we think we can get big enough speakers to have a big draw or have enough diversity in session topics? What's the added complexity logistically? At the end of the conversation, we had agreed on a thousand people, and the main reasons being that we wanted it to feel like a significant conference and we were comfortable with the level of complexity for that size of an event, and we were pretty confident we could fill it. Those three reasons, that added detail, may be useful for other team members when they have to begin executing on the event itself. So when you write down the decision, write down that extra sentence or two with the key reasons as to why that decision was made. The last kind of note is a learning, or you could call it a highlight or a takeaway. This is information that other people might need to know or it's important to have on record. Try to avoid capturing kind of contextual information or opinions or just all that stuff that really is clutter on the page. What you're going for here are the most important nuggets, those big ideas, those key insights, that critical information that will be helpful to other people who weren't in the meeting. Now, when you put all of these three notes together on one page, I prefer for them to be categorized. So first part of the page is all of the next steps, all the tasks, followed by the next section, which is all of the decisions. And then at the end of the page are all the learnings or key takeaways. Other people prefer notes to be categorized by agenda topic. So here's all the next steps, decisions, and key takeaways from agenda topic one, and then agenda topic two. It's really up to you. But however you decide to do it, you should be consistent because it's really hard to find the information when it's presented differently in each set of meeting notes. You may even want to explore using a meeting app, something like BeNote or Instant Agenda or YSemble Jam. These help you capture notes and categorize them. The links are in the show notes if you want to check those out. Now for another bonus tip, put your specific meeting tasks into your regular task tracking system. So whether that's an app or a project plan or a notebook, you don't want your tasks coming out of meetings to be separate from your regular to-do list. That's how they get forgotten and lost. So after a meeting, take the tasks assigned to you and make sure they end up in whatever system you use to manage all of your to-dos. That leads us to number four. Share the notes and inform the people who aren't in the meeting. This one's pretty simple. After you've captured the meeting notes, send them to everyone who attended the meeting and think about who else should receive them, who else should be informed. Maybe it's your supervisor, maybe someone else in your department or on your team. Just consider who would benefit from having that information and be sure to share it with them. And if you wanna be sure that they read it, you might need to send it as a personal email and call out or highlight that there's something important or relevant for them. Lastly, number five check in on the completion of tasks. You have to hold the group accountable. I know we're all so busy and there's so much to keep track of. And if no one is following up or if there isn't a deadline, it's easy to push those tasks to the bottom, which usually means that they don't get done. So if you want meeting tasks to be completed, you need to follow up with people to find out the status. This can happen at the next meeting by using your prior meeting notes to review the open tasks Or as the team leader, you might just want to include this into your regular accountability approaches, which might mean adding those tasks to a project plan or having your own follow-up to-do list of things that you need to be following up with other people on. However you decide to do it, you don't want the last time that you talk about a task to be in the meeting that it was assigned. That's a sure way to make sure that task doesn't get done. So that's it. Five approaches, not rocket science. Review all those next steps at the end of the meeting in a wrap-up. Ensure each task is assigned an owner. Write those meeting notes down and categorize them as tasks, decisions, and learning so it's easy to find the information. Share the notes with everyone so they have that written copy. And of course, follow up. To get the guide to effective meeting follow-through, go to patreon.com slash modern manager and join for $5 a month you'll get access to all of the previous guides as well as special guest bonuses like that upcoming coaching call we have with Wes K.O. If you join at the $20 level, you can also attend my group coaching calls and the next one of those is on October 18th. The prior recordings are also available to all new members. So go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash a modern manager to join. And if you've subscribed to my newsletter, then you'll have the free mini guide for this episode in your inbox. And if you haven't yet, you can get it at maniks.com slash podcast 021. And while you're there, subscribe and you'll get all those future mini guides sent directly to you. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team. I can tell.